Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. This is the Creative Alchemy Podcast, and I'm your host, Monique Pantel. Here, we explore creativity and life through story, synchronicity, and tales of possibility. This is a place for artists and dreamers to share wisdom, inspiration, and empower you to explore your own creative life. Together, we hold space to speak dreams into reality and share transformative ways of creating and living life. Let's dream, alchemize, and create. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Creative Alchemy. Today's conversation is so special to me. I am very excited to share this beautiful conversation about using our creative gifts for social change. This is something that I'm so deeply passionate about. And if you know me personally, and you're listening to this podcast, you know that this is uh, something that uh, has been a central focus of my work um, for many years. And if you're new to this, I'm so excited for you to come along this journey and come along into this conversation about um, using art and how it can lend itself to really, you know, shifting society and, and, and creating social change. And so it is my absolute pleasure to welcome Emma Pooch de la Bella Casa, who has for more than 20 years worked with civil society and feminist organizations, indigenous women, Afro-descendants, migrants, and refugees in promoting the rights of women and girls and a life free of violence. She is an anthropologist with predoctoral studies in ethnopsychology and gender studies. And I can just say personally that knowing Emma has been such a gift. She is someone that I aspire to be like. I find her so inspiring and so um, magnetic. And I'm so excited to share her energy and her wisdom and our conversation today. So welcome, Emma. Oh, Monique, uh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you very much for thinking about me to have this space with you. It's really a privilege. I have to say that uh, traveling to Kambutal to me is like magical, but uh, meeting you is even more magical. It has been amazing. I feel that um, I met you for a long time ago in, in other lives, and, and yes. I, I really feel that uh, I would love to live close to you to have the spaces to drink wine and discuss about creativity photography. So I want to say that I also admire you. I, I you inspire me. I, I it's, it's amazing your energy, how you are able to mobilize uh, incredible women together, coming together, you know, uh, moving together to, to do creative things. So I'm really excited about being here uh, and having this discussion, discussion with you. And also uh, to let you know uh, that to me, well, being surrounded of incredible women is something that I really need every day of my life. Uh, I feel that there is so much powerful uh, stories, life stories, uh, and there is a lot of um, individual power 
within uh, the the women's and i think that when we get together we really generate collective power uh, and as you said it's not always easy when you have the side to have children uh, which to me has been the more creative and complicated thing i have done in my life because it, it is also had an impact in my creative life as we have discussed before um, before my mother motherhood life, uh, I, I I used to have more time, as as we know all, no, all woman, and 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 I start to yeah to to, to generate a space of, of collaboration of other women um, that were also engaged in artistic um, activities, and I think my the tool I have found it was my way of of expressing myself, it was the, the photography. And I think it's linked to my personal life. Well, everything is always linked to personal life, but uh, uh, well, I, I was born of a mother from Colombia and a father from Spain. I was born in Spain, but I have always had this relationship with uh, um, migration, uh, forced displacement, and, and these histories of life that uh, you know came with my mother. Uh, and I felt that photography has was the way to to start to observe the the world, uh, and also it was the way to connect with other life stories. Uh, and of course, my decision was to connect with the stories of other women. So I think this is the way in which I I have started to to discover that the photography was a way to to communicate with others. Um, and I decided to study you know, uh, artistic uh, photography in, in Belgium, in Brussels, which was amazing because, uh, of course, I think you can get to photography and other artistic um, activities without going to the school. But to me, it helped me uh, to, you know, to find ways to, to translate, you know, technical ways to translate what I, was, I wanted to do through photography. So, yeah, this is more or less how I, I get to to the photography universe. Uh, and, and then it is true that maternity has been a challenge to me. I think it's a still a challenge because it's, it's it, it, it creates, uh, sometimes we are very tired, we have challenge to find a space to, no, to develop some ideas. Uh, so to me, this space of discussion, a space for collaboration at the way to find motivation, energy for, from other women to get together in a specific project. So if I don't have energy, I'm sure my colleague will have energy to share with me and the opposite. If tomorrow I have more energy, I will share my energy with another artist. Yeah, this is how I see it right now. <laughs> Amazing, Do you know, and I find myself doing this where um, I almost save my creative energy until the end of the day. You know, I'm going through my day, I'm with, you know, my family, my son, and I think, oh, I can't wait until everyone is asleep and then I can, you know, maybe find half an hour for journaling, for writing, for, you know, any sort of ide ideating, you know, creative projects that I want to happen. But what happens is that by the time everyone's sleeping, I'm also ready to sleep. <laughs> so I have no energy left. So um, I do know, I, you know, this is this is a season, but what I, I just find it so um, fascinating because a lot of times there seems like you are really special in the way that you have an incredible creative gift with photography. When I look at your images, they have um, soul to them. They have depth. They have story. Um, and you especially... Uh, capture black and white really in a in a really 
really incredible way. Um, so you have this incredible artistic gift, but then you also have, you come from like the, the academic world. So you're an anthropologist and you've blended these two sort of um, approaches. So you've got the artistic and then you've got the intellectual and you've blended them. But on top of that, you have this incredible, uh, you know, 20 plus years of field experience. You have been all over the world. You have worked with people. So you're not just, you know, sitting at a, at a desk on an organizational level, which is, you know, sometimes what you do, but you can really speak to the experience. And, and that's something that's really energized me. I don't come from the academic world at all, although I'm very interested, you know, I read a ton and, um, uh, you know, I did, I went to university and that sort of thing, but my studies weren't, uh, they were in business and they were not related to, you know, gender studies or art, um, in particular. And, um, I just think it's so, so fascinating how you've blended these worlds of ex experience and, you know, field work, and then you have your artistic gifts and then you have the organizational sort of academic perspective. Um, when did that sort of, start to make sense to you because did you come from more of an artistic start and then you were like oh maybe I'll explore academia or were you you know in the academic world and you're like oh photography would really lend itself well to where I'd like to go I'm interested in your in your journey <laughs> this is a very complicated question to answer I think what I feel is that I have been very uh, you know, I have been doing things without thinking very much. So it's like, okay, uh, I love that. <laughs> like, like just sort of as in following your heart. Yes, very much. Uh, and I don't know if it's a good pathway, but it is true that uh, sometimes I, I begin to think when things has already happened. So I feel that my personality is very much First, it is the action. So it's something that comes out. It's something very powerful within me that, you know, that really mobilizes my body. And then when I'm through the action, suddenly I start to think. So I think that has been my personality. And I really feel that um, I am very connected with the, I don't know if we say that in English, the intuiciones. Intuition is like, I feel that there are energies that show you where to go and of course there is a lot of mistakes in my pathway yeah, and things that I could done better but it, it has been a little bit like that and then it is true that uh, I, I come from a family of people that went to the university so it was like the logical no pathway you go to the university you study uh, and then if you have artistic interest this is something that comes after or at the same time um, but the university is like what you should do so it's true that to me, choosing to do anthropology, it has been a way to get to people. Um, I feel that uh, the university of life calls my attention more than the books. Of course, books and academy is key, but I was feeling very uh, distant from the, the community life, the neighborhood life. So, uh, and, and from this action life, no, which which I felt I, I belong a lot. So I think anthropology has been the pathway to really start to think about how others live, and and, and to have the the opportunity to 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 be invited to be part of other story of life. So I have been working very close with indigenous communities in Latin America and the Caribbean, but to me the photography was a key tool. Um, 
to to really uh, have uh, the opportunity to to have this uh, integral approach to to what you I, I was uh, going through no so so the, the sometimes you can write down what you see but if you are not very good writing down what you see it's very difficult to translate to share these these things that you are seeing with others but I feel that the photography gives you the opportunity to to share what you are how do you see the life how do you see the community mm -hmm. how do you see no uh, some experience that, that you are going through but it also gives the opportunity to communicate with others with a tool that can be also used by the community no so to me it has been this combination to me is is a one package so um, the academic side is of course uh, have given me the opportunity to meet incredible people but I feel more. Um, I, I feel more better when I'm, you know, uh, using the photography to communicate and 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 to to discuss and to have this conversation with the people in in the communities in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel that uh, very powerful. And I really admire and respect the the life of these leaders at the community level these women that are have not gone to the university but they are very smart they are very clever and they are really the ones that knows what we have to do so yeah it's this combination of of of, of trying to to find a way to communicate with people uh, and to use all this information to transform things no um that we see we don't like no and and in in general these things that I, I feel we need to transform and, and to move forward uh, social change are related to the rights of women and, and gay adolescents. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree. I think um, visual arts, well, and for me, it's photography and, and film. Um, those are sort of, you know, when people, because not everyone has that community level um, interaction with marginalized communities, you know, like, people tend to stay in their bubble, their social kind of bubble. And if you aren't presented with the opportunity to interact with other people outside of that bubble, well, people are pretty, usually pretty comfortable staying within that bubble. But there's just so much beauty and there's so much learning to have and so much perspective to, to gain when you go outside of your bubble. And what happens with, I find with visual art, with photography and video, it's a safe way to penetrate that that bubble mm -hmm. that social bubble so you know you're telling a story of you know um of a particular person in a particular situation who really could use a helping hand you know we go on you know a website for an ngo a non-profit you know non-profit charity and those are the stories that we interact with and those are sort of the bubble the penetrating of the bubble and um I've experienced that a lot in in my life. So so mm -hmm. my my background, I have deep roots in charity. Um, uh, my dad is a photographer, also, so I'm a second generation photographer. And him and um, and my mother met working for an organization that um, supported the liberation of people with intellectual disabilities from institutional life in the 60s and 70s. Well, they adopted me and I was raised in a really interesting community of uh, of just like 
so many different people from so many different walks of life. And what my, what I saw my dad do is really share his gift of telling people's story, stories through photography. He was so generous with just capturing people's lives. And what's so interesting is that, you know, he's capturing people's lives of people who have been institutionalized, people who have really lived um, a really difficult life experience and whose people's stories have never been told before at that point. You know, yeah. this is, you know, folks with with Down syndrome that were coming from an institution. And what I've seen in my life and being raised in that community uh, now that I'm in my mid thirties is, is yes, we have a long way to go, but I've seen real social change. Some of these people that, you know, I lived with in a home, um, my friend Ross, there's now Stacy, um, you know, lots and lots of people, their lives have changed for the better. And also I see the way society interacts with them in, in a more compassionate, a more open, uh, a more inclusive way. And it's not like, again, there's a long way to go. <laughs> but I just think that, you know, that my dad is this shining example of, you know, if you are generous and with your gift of your creative gifts, that there is a real opportunity for social change. And when I started my photography business, I that was like, my model, my business model, I said, okay, what do I, what kind of work do I really want to be doing? And that was something that I called heart projects. So I wanted to, basically I wanted to offer my services. I was a really good photographer. Like I'd really owned my skills. And when I set out to do this thing, I said, okay, I want to shoot for free. I just want to shoot for free for organizations that don't have a lot of um, cash flow and wouldn't normally have access to a great photographer or a filmmaker. And I want to do it for free. So I'm going to charge a lot of money for my other services. So weddings and, you know, portrait sessions, things like that. People are going to pay, but they know that I do this other work for free. So it really fed me in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> well, before that, I would like to say that it's really powerful to hear your personal story. And I really think that what you are mentioning is very political because you have taken a, a really a, a very a committed decision that uh, there is uh, all this expertise that you have this this gift of being an amazing photographer i'm a fan of 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 using no uh, using uh, uh, you know some spaces in where you can of course get some uh, extra uh, fun to really be able to support other red project in, in where people you know they don't have the possibility to pay your service and i feel this is really powerful and I also feel that this is really amazing since you are really working in making visible the people, as you mentioned before, and, and I think it's related to your personal story, the people that has not had the opportunity to share their life story. So I think that um, this is so powerful and inspiring for me and for many women in the world and, and everyone. So I really, I really love that. Well, relating to social change, I think there is, um, Sometimes there is the, well, sometimes I think there is, first of all, uh, the, the, the political or the, the personal intention and commit, commitment to change things, not to contribute to change things. And I think that this is something we need to do all together. It's very difficult to do alone, no? But I think having the intention to really join efforts with other persons of different universe, I think this is the first step. So to me, that has been always like in, 
in the center of, of everything I do. And I think it's related to my personal story as well, no? And thinking of, of uh, my mother has to uh, go from Colombia because Colombia was uh, in a war and there was not opportunities, no? And, and she went to Spain. Uh, additional to that, I have grown up in, in Belgium, in Brussels, and I have been surrounded of uh, a lot of refugee people, migrant people mm -hmm. coming to Brussels because they couldn't uh, live in their country. In uh, uh, addition to that, I have been always very, you know, um, uh, sensitive to the, the injustice. No, uh, I, I, I was I was always angry to see things that were not among justice. Justice, no. So I think there is something inside. Uh, it's like an energy, uh, a way of of looking to the world. That to me is the first step for for starting to try to contribute to social change. And then it is true that um, the, what you choose to, to photograph, to, to photography, uh, I think this is also important, is uh, you don't need to go to a field uh, visit to the community, for example, in my case in Sierra Leone, where I was supporting mm -hmm. a project with women, um, rural women. You can also open your eyes and see what is going on in your neighborhood. It might exactly. be possible, yeah, that we have someone living close to us that is going through a very challenging situation. Or maybe there is, uh, for example, right now here in Panama City, in my neighborhood, there is a, a a project to cut all the trees and to really well do something not really good for environment. So there is the community that has been engaged in a no in a in a in a process to really stop this. So how are we uh, we open our eyes and to see what is going on around us mm -hmm. and how we can use uh, the photography as a tool for transformation? No, because at the end the camera is is very powerful. It's like a, to me it's like revolutionary. And 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 with this camera you can make visible things that many people are not. Uh, have the opportunity to see. So I, I will be able to make photos of how they are cutting these trees and show, as you said, sh through social media, we live in a, in, in, in a world where all the image goes very quickly. So this is a, an opportunity. And in addition to that, when we have all this uh, image, how we can link with uh, organizations that are activists, that are promoting rights, uh, and we get in contact and we offer those those pictures no, to, mm -hmm. to, to be disseminated. So I think there is many ways and I think we can uh, really identify in which level in, in our life uh, we are and, and we can do something. So so to me, choosing yeah, what we want to you know, to show to the world, it's the first step. And and of course, right now in my world, in my in my life, all what is related to women's rights girls right is really in my heart i'm very i'm terrified about all the violence against women and girls that we we live through the world in, in panama but not only in panama and all over latin america and the caribbean but the good news is that we have feminist movements young women's movement that are organized and they are really trying to drive change so i think um, the the tool the the photography tool uh, can serve a lot uh, for supporting this this movement as well, um, I think that that might be some ideas. <laughs>
Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. When did you get involved with women's rights and girls' rights specifically? When did that really turn into, okay, this is something that I really want to dive into and get involved with? You're super passionate feminist, and I'm, I absolutely love that. I think that's one of the first things that you said to me. I was like, yes, I love this woman. Who is this? Emma. Um, and you have a daughter, um, and you have a daughter as well, So, um, I, and you are raising her in Latin America. Um, so I'm so curious, yeah, like, when did you when did you decide that you'd really like to focus in this area um, for yourself? <laughs> I, I really don't remember that, but uh, I think it I feel that I was born feminist, but for sure it's not like that. I think all women someday we woke up and we have like a light that uh, you know gets powerful. It's like you get like, oh my God. I need to start to 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 think about this. I need to to get information about this. I, I need to be inspired by other women. Uh, so it's like you you, you wake up, no? Uh, it's like, mm-hmm. and this happens very much, for example, with uh, um, women that has been going through violence. One day they woke up, and there is something that connects connect them or connect us to our internal power, because all of us, we have an internal power, but unfortunately, we live in a society in which there is a lot of, um, well, uh, inequality, and, and we live uh, within a patriarchal system in which we value more all the masculinity uh, things than the feminine things. So uh, we have been born in, in, in that context. So through our gender socialization, through our children's life, we we get all this message that we don't have value. So I think it's normal that women, we feel a little bit um, not very sure about ourselves. We feel that what we do is not good. Our self-esteem is not great. So I think feminists help us to really connect with this power mm-hmm. in us. And then to, to start to see all the, the power around you, which is, of course, a, a woman's life, uh, and to see I am not alone. Uh, I think I can, I, I can get inspi- inspiration from other women, and then I can get help to, to, to for example, um, uh, uh, you know, stop living a life of, of violence. No? So I think, to me, this is the, the, the start point of feminism. Um, and, and I think this you can get from many women in your neighborhood, in mm. your, I don't know, in your life. S- sometimes we have a grandmother that inspired us. Sometimes it's a cousin, a sister or a friend that someday tell us something that, oh, my God, you know, you get, you wake up. And then it is true that uh, little by little I start to get uh, in contact with women's rights organizations at the community level in Latin America. Latin America is it's amazing. Uh, there is an, a strong uh, movement of uh, feminist women and also indigenous women, Afro-descendant women doing amazing things uh, um, and, and driving change. So I think uh, all these women has inspired me and continue to inspire me. 
Um, and, and I think, uh, well, this has an impact in all what I do. And related to education, for example, I have a daughter, I also have a son, uh, mm -hmm. and it is true that uh, uh, you get very intentional in, in, in the message you share with her, but it happened also with my, my son, which I feel even more difficult because I, I will really have to support him, support children to really engage in positive masculinities, no? And, and this is complicated because when they go out to the school and when they go out to the park, all the message they get is like, you know, boys have to be strong, they don't have to cry, no? It's all these uh, messages that are related to, to patriarchy. So, so, yeah, I think this is uh, <laughs> how I, 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 I get to, you know, to, to this feminist uh, life. And, and I think we have a responsibility also to always share message with our colleagues, with our friends in the supermarket. When we start to talk about the cheese with a woman and suddenly she tells you the story of her life. And, and, and those are also opportunities to really exchange some message and, and give support and I think in any moment of our life yeah <laughs> wow I, I'm I'm with you a hundred percent I think uh I think you're right when you say the light bulb sort of goes off um I've had that moment myself you know several times not coming from a violent you know ex experience but just more so a reflective you know thinking of the ways that I interact with the world and the, what messages have been told to me as a woman, you know, where my power lies, um, you know, as a, as a young girl, as a young woman, you know, it was told, you know, it was all external, what you look like, this is how you get things. Um, and I didn't have a lot of confidence in my, um, intel intellectual life. Um, you know, so it's, it's just really interesting when you, when that light bulb does go off, you reevaluate everything you say, okay, why, why do I have a relationship with this person? Or what does, you know, even it, it, it can be any inter interaction, uh, relationship in, you know, it can be work, it can be, uh, familial it can be you know romantic it can be your friendships it's just it's so interesting when you look at it from a different lens or um you know as you said the when the light bulb goes off I remember you know many many moons ago coming on to this realization of, of what patriarchy is and being like just so just so floored at how it infiltrates um every aspect of a woman's life so yeah well thank you for sharing emma um you're so fascinating can you tell me what are you do you what are you working on right now that's um filling your creative cup what is filling you up um on a creative level on a soul level i know you're leaving to you're going to on vacation to to your homeland to spain um but i'm so curious are you working on any creative projects that are really really filling your your creative cup <laughs> yes, well, uh, and, and, and you make me think about, well, before answering your question, you make me think about the, uh, you know, that sometimes even though that we are very feminist and we are promoting rights and we have moments in which we feel really small and without power, and it happens to me, and this is also linked to my artistic world, uh, sometimes I feel that 
what, what I'm trying to do, it doesn't make sense and it's not good and and you are also tired because you have children and so all this comes together, no? Uh, so I, I think it's, it's, it's related to what I'm going to answer right now is that, well, I have been uh, moving forward a project with, which is called now Mujer Ar it's called Mujer Arbol, uh, Woman Tree. Uh -huh. and, and I'm working in, in, in making like a um, homenaje, how do you say that in English? Like, um, like, a, like a collage almost? It's a collage, but it's a recon recognition, recognition. So it's like uh, um, recon uh, reconocer, cele uh, homenaje, how do you say that in English? I don't remember. So it's, I, I'm, I'm working in, in it's like a, a feminist ecologist project. So I'm trying to link um, uh, uh, the the life of some woman which are has been uh, environmental uh, defenders uh, and, and try to make this link between the the defense of the territory the land in where they live this is very much related to indigenous uh, political commitment no how they mm. the territory uh, the land in where they live and how uh, this links to uh, when we have these extractivist uh, companies that comes to the forest and they cut the trees and they you know they do things they 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 do things that are not good for the community because the the water gets dirty and all what we know it has an impact in the environment how this is linked to the body of the woman because in these communities the women are the ones that are defending the territory the environment and this is totally connected to to their to their health. Uh, so I'm trying to work from that idea, uh, and I'm I'm working in doing uh, collage uh, with um, some image of photography of women's leaders, uh, and also linking that to the environment. So I'm searching, I'm trying, I'm playing uh, how to build you know, these these stories of of life. Uh, and it's totally related to to the my concern and my worry about uh, what is happening right now in Panama of these uh, companies that are uh, you know coming to the jungle, for example in El Darien, they are cutting trees, and and this has an impact in the life of of people and particularly the woman. It is also true that uh, in, in many places where these companies come and and they really uh, this extractivist has an impact in the communities. Uh, we have examples of sexual violence against women as well. Mm. There are workers coming to these territories, and they, you know, they there are stories of sexual violence against the women of the community. So all of that, to me, is like um, a same problem, no? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I'm working right now in making this, uh, uh, yeah transform into some photographies that uh, from I would like to, to uh, that they are very big and we can see you know this forest and the women's and 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 I feel this is a way also to to show and to evidence uh, this uh, work the defense of the territory from the indigenous women's but also um, and, and of course this is also part of this a social change that they are, they are they are defending. So this is more or less what I'm I'm doing now. I'm trying to to do it very uh, 
plastic with a lot of colors. So yeah, I am in this process. I, I have a start already. It's not easy. And sometimes I feel, oh my God, this is not going well. So this is more or less my project right now. I hope in fourth month I will say, it is ready, I can show something. And of wow. course, I'm trying to do this together with them. So wow. uh, this is key. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, absolutely. It's key. It's key. And, and well, and it speaks to, you know, the violence against the land and the violence against women yes. and the interconnection of, yes. of, of that entire sort of cycle and, and um, wow. Are you hoping to display it somewhere? I hope I can come to Panama City and see this uh, project. I hope, I hope, I hope I will be ready to show and, and to uh, collaborate with other women that are also doing other things that we can come together and have like a discussion, a dialogue uh, and, and having some round tables and maybe conversation engaging indigenous women which are uh, denouncing this for centuries because this yes. is new no so yeah i hope cross finger <laughs> yes yes and of course i would love you to be here and maybe to come with your photograph photography as well and to join some you know we can do something together that will be amazing <laughs> i would i would love to that would be that would be Oh my gosh, that would be such a pleasure. And now I feel like my Spanish is is at the point where I'm, you know, I understand and I can speak um, yeah. to the point of of you know communicating somewhat clearly. So <laughs> so I would feel more confident um, doing that now. So yeah, I ca I can't wait. Well, you'll have to keep um, keep me and keep uh, our community at Creative Alchemy in the loop. Um, if anyone is listening from Panama City, then you know they can they can join or maybe they can join virtually too. We could set something up like that um, when it's time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Emma, you are such a gift and you inspire me so so much um thank you for taking the time to to chat today um and if anyone is listening and is you know sitting on creative gifts and they're passionate about social change um maybe this conversation is a nice uh fire starter um in in the world of of sharing your gifts and and working with organizations um that are doing good work so well, and thank you very much for this space. I feel so uh, honored. <laughs> uh, me, me too. Me too. Thank you so much, Emma. No, thank you to you. You can't imagine how nice it was for me. Take me care. Too. Me too. Okay, take care, Emma. Ciao. I hope you really enjoyed that conversation with Emma. I wanted to share something that came after our conversation had ended. Her and I were sort of debriefing and, um, you know, casually chatting about life. And something that came up was, um, you know, in the conversation, we talked a lot about collaborative energy and how collaborating with other women can just be so incredible and so... Uh, um, expansive really and something that we had talked about was um you know upcoming projects that we are excited and passionate about and something that i've shared on this podcast is the women's artist residency that i will be you know eventually building and her and i got to sort of chatting about different workshops that maybe we could do here um in the town that i live and you know with photography and storytelling and also um having to do with 
um, you know, self-esteem and uplifting women. And then we got to sort of chatting about um, my partner and I, we've bought a, a small piece of land and we'll eventually build a house there and, and possibly, you know, phase one of the women's artist residency. But we got to chatting about, you know, why, why does a space need to exist? Couldn't it, wouldn't it be interesting to have, um, you know, uh, an exhibition, an art exhibition on this land it could be so cool it's really beautiful you know mountains in the background and it's just a flat piece of land and um it's sort of the intersection it comes in in the very middle between the town and the beach so it's almost a link between you know the two communities that live here and uh so we both felt so energized with that so i just wanted to share that with you that that is um that is a potential project that's coming up uh at the end of the year um when i return to Kambutal, when I return to Panama and um, I'm just really excited about that so I uh, just wanted to end this podcast with this you know positive note um, to share your ideas and speak your dreams out loud because you never know who uh, will be on the other end of that sort of collaboration so have a beautiful day and I can't wait to have you back produced and distributed by the sound off media company looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness then check out the natural man podcast join me host mike c as we explore all areas of human wellness physical mental and emotional learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health remember your doctor works for you learn biohacks neurohacks ways to improve sleep and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.